You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Now that heart is beating fast, and that's the rhythm I can dance to. Well, I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to, that one big heart that's beating fast. Tomorrow morning, let it rain. Tomorrow morning, let it pour. Tonight we're in the groove together. Ain't gonna worry about stormy weather. Gonna kick all trouble out the door. Beat out old trouble and drunk. Beat out old trouble on the drum, beat out old trouble on the drum, and kick old trouble out the door, beat me that rhythm on the drum, beat me that rhythm on the drum, beat me that rhythm on the drum, and kick old trouble out the door, kick him 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 out the Welcome to Radical Australia Community Radio 3CR, the world's greatest producer, Kelly and her twin sister, Kerry Whitworth, are with us. Hello. Morning, Joe. How are you? Well, I was well. Good afternoon, I mean. Yeah, well, you and your sister, you always get it wrong. Confused. You're confused. Look, I'm a little bit distressed Mm -hmm. because you've put your hand in the barrel and you've pulled out the name of somebody who I actually have rubbed shoulders with here at 3CR for generations. Excellent. Now the only trouble is I'm going to I'm going to stuff up pronouncing his name, but he I'm sure he will fix it for us. Parambalam uh, Senturan. Good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Kelly. No, that's that's a very good close pronunciation. Well, tell us the correct pronunciation. The actual correct pronunciation will be Parambalam. Centurion. Centurion. And right. uh, I myself is known as Sen because everybody calls me Sen. So you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can call me Sen. I, I assume before you came to Australia, nobody called you Sen, didn't no, they? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, it, uh, it, it's not right because I before I came to Australia, I lived in Africa for ten years. So uh-huh. there, it's a, there is a, Sen. That's where I started uh, Sen. Sen. So what was it in English? Well, let's start the beginning. Definitely. Yeah. yeah let, let's start the beginning. Where were you born? Uh, I'm born in uh, the northern part of Sri Lanka, Jaffna, mm-hmm. uh, the hotbed of my life, uh, and um, uh, studied there mm-hmm. in Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. went to university, mm-hmm. uh, at the University Engineering Faculty, graduated in civil engineering. But uh, from my young age, I'm a little bit of a political animal. Let's go right back. And Let's go uh, right back. Let's go right, <laughs> right back. So what year were you born in Jaffna? I was born uh, in 1947. 47? Yes. You're older Soon than after independence, months after. Uh, independence was actually in 1947, 48, but uh, right. 47, India became independent Brilliant. in August, and mm-hmm. I was born in September, mm. and they... Britishers couldn't uh, handle uh, keeping Sri Lanka just on its own, so they gave it back yeah. without, without much of a freedom Fast. struggle. <laughs> freedom struggle like yeah, India. Yeah. Uh, so, do you remember the, what were your what were your parents called? 
my parents uh, i will call them uh, ayya and amma mm-hmm. amma is mother uh, in tamil which is a universal uh, uh, name for mother mm-hmm. calling uh, ma mm-hmm. or amma or mm-hmm. and um, ayya is my father yeah. uh, he was a teacher uh, english trained uh, teacher because colonial times uh, and um, even though he was a teacher my mother was not uh, far much educated she probably uh, went to year 10 or something like that i don't know and uh, well she did much better than my mother she went to year 3 <laughs> i know i think in jaffna that's one yeah. of the this thing in jaffna mm. among the tamils education mm. is very very uh, important no mm. the families consider it as a, as a as a must right next to the food and the lodging Right. <laughs> education. Uh, yeah, education is the, the, is the key. Yes, the yes. Key. yes. Uh, I look at and um, uh, even though they, my father was a teacher, this, you can stop me when you want to because if you, no, 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 I no, might deal you into other no, questions and no, 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 uh, no, no, people look, can't stop people me. People say, you know, people when they start the interview, they say, what am I going to talk about? And when they finish, they say, I haven't finished what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and, and that would be the, that would be the case here because my my life is uh, uh, a bit of a hodgepodge. Hot, uh, yeah. Hodgepodge. Uh, all, all in order, but uh, <laughs> in all order. Over the world. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. so um, my father was a teacher but we uh, we were still uh, uh, a farmer as well like uh, we we grew up uh, bringing up milking cows and Mm. Um, so what you uh, lived on a small farm did you? Uh, no 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 small village but small uh, village. most of the Jaffna villages um, around the temple there is a cultivation land. So is that communal land? Is communal it? land. Right that's mm. interesting isn't it? That, yeah, that's yes. something that's been historically before colonization or? Oh yes yes long before colonization, colonization. because uh, every temple uh, most of the activities um in a, in a village is surrounded or around the temple and uh, the land around the temple is uh, cultivated uh, that there's a tank there water tank uh, holding mm-hmm. catching rain water right. for years and years people right. are right. people here think it's modern but uh, so a little bit more sophisticated than the english who you know oh, closed down the commerce 200 years before both in india and yeah. sri lanka yeah. the cultures were very sophisticated mm. uh, long long before the mm. britishers came in right. or the portuguese even came in yeah that's yeah. true yeah. so what was life like for a young boy uh, i would say hard work mm. uh, but also fun because uh, the the weather is good and uh, um when you are young as long as you are doing all right in school everybody respected you and uh, um but work work is uh, when i think of uh, when i look back i think i i can't i don't think our, our children or our, the australian young kids will even understand no that's right uh, you have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to feed the cows and yeah. go to the farm water mm-hmm. the 3000 mm-hmm. plants by hand mm-hmm. when they are young uh, well that's right because and then uh, in order to survive i remember i had the same yeah. story but from a different cultural background in order to survive as a family the children have to work exactly. they work. have to work exactly exactly mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's what happened whether it's a farm or even a semi rural area like us was uh, Uh, it was important because that uh, brought income and also food a lot of mm. there was no shortage of food that's no, for sure no. in, our, br- in our family right any brothers and sisters i have one brother uh, who lives in uk and uh, 
had I had four sisters, but one passed away when I was uh, in the uni, mm-hmm. and so left with three. And they are um, elder sister is living in UK uh, with her son, and the other two sisters are living in Sri Lanka. Still in Sri Lanka. Still in Sri Lanka. So obviously you were a bright student, and uh, you went to high school and then university. What yes, was, yes. What was high school like? Um, all my memories about high school is really nice. That's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because my father was a teacher, yes. and uh, as I said, Jeffna tradition is uh, education, and uh, the children really enjoyed uh, uh, school, or at least I enjoyed school life, mm. uh, because uh, I'm not into, uh, I was not into too much of sports and things like that. A student, or right. studied, uh, studied. Uh, and, so uh, you are a nerd. Uh, I, I wouldn't <laughs> call it a nerd because I was involved in lots of other things like literature, right. drama, right. drama, right. and right. even though I was doing engineering, right. I was an unusual uh, student uh, to have done Tamil language as a subject right. in, the, in the higher advanced level, GC advanced level, while mm. I'm doing. Mathematics, advanced mathematics, physics, and chemistry. So I, I, a little bit of a mix there because I was always right. interested in uh, literature. So, so when you were at high school, was it in Tamil or? Oh no, no, English, no, English, yes. English. So when you were a small, so what did you do at, at home? What did you speak? Oh, Tamil, Tamil. Tamil. Only education language is English, but uh, right. no, we never spoke uh, uh, English as a communicative language. It's right. only for writing and. Uh, right, yeah. and, and that's primary school too. No, no. no. No, it's in secondary school. It starts in year uh, uh, year six. Mm-hmm. Up to year five is primary, mm-hmm. and then uh, six to twelve is uh, secondary, mm-hmm. and all that is in English medium. Mm-hmm. I still very remember heat, light, and sound books by Davis. <laughs> 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 uh, that's how we started uh, physics, anyway. So, yeah. well, that's fair yeah, yeah, three, yeah. three books we had: the yes, three, yes. All, all green cover, hard cover, heat, mm. light, and sound. So there you are. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think I think everybody in the in the colonies had the same books. But must be must same be, in Australia, yeah, everywhere, yeah, everywhere. Must the be, same must books be because yeah. it's colonial uh, yeah, education. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting when you tra- obviously you've travelled extensively. Is even when you look at the Buildings are the same because they used to make. Yeah, them. they are. They, are. they used to like make them in England and in send England them. England and or, or at least the designers were <laughs> yeah. there. Even here, even yeah. here, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you go to the university, Melbourne University, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or even Sydney. Sydney yeah. was the worst because I think that was their first colony. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. they just repeated even the yeah. names. Uh, yeah. They couldn't yeah. even find the, well, the proper suburb names. They yeah. had to call it Eltham yeah. or Box yeah. Hill or, yeah. uh, or and then repeat what was in Sydney in uh, Victoria. Yeah. So they must be yeah. really poor in there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've got I've got some Sudanese friends who uh, graduated from Khartoum University. When, yeah, yeah. when they first went to Melbourne the University, they said, "This is Khartoum University. It's exactly oh, the same." Oh, there you are. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, when you finished high school, did you have options about what you wanted to do, or well, you always wanted to be an engineer? I always wanted to be an engineer, um, and also in Sri Lanka uh, at that time within the Tamils. Uh, uh, not a choice. What do you mean? Uh, there's not much choice available for you. Uh, if you want to go to the uni, mm-hmm. you had either uh, engineering or medicine mm-hmm. uh, or law uh, or, or science degrees. Right. So it's uh, the, 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 the traditional so, degrees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, traditional degrees. And mm-hmm. there's no, uh, there was technical colleges, uh, but because I did very well, 
And they, those days, they admitted to engineering. Only one faculty in the whole country. 55,000 students set for the GCE advanced level to get into uni. Mm-hmm. And only 150 can get into engineering. Well, I'm talking to a genius then. I know. I? I'm, uh, <laughs> there are plenty here. So if, I, if, if somebody listens to me and they might think I am boasting. No, 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 but, no. You're uh, not boasting. But, that's the reality. You know? But that's the reality. Yeah. 150 yeah. students mm. across the whole country mm. uh, can do engineering. At that stage. So that's actually a cream. It is, it is. But at that stage, was it fee paying or was it education was no, free? No, in Sri Lanka, education was free. That's free, right. So the thank goodness, thank goodness. We, yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been educated. No, exactly. So, uh, so w- why do you think was, it was free at that particular point in time? Sri Lankan government, um, uh, well, because we are t- moving towards independence, mm-hmm. colonial uh, time, uh, the education was... Um, Still free, but uh, 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 some kind of school fees and things like that. But uh, 1931, the Seoul Body Constituent, they had some regional powers given to local uh, authorities, and mm-hmm. they decided um, there was a discrepancy in the level of education between the Sinhalese community and the Tamil community, and the Sinhalese uh, needed to be lifted mm-hmm. uh, because they were really poor and um so they made it free because the poor people in both both communities can access can education. benefit so and, very uh, very forward thinking obviously oh yeah oh, very forward thinking mm. when right. you compare what sri lanka today and what sri lanka then you realize that how forward and far visionary those days and how backward and these things now, so mm. it's such a short time. So it's a shame. It is. So what, what years were you in university? I entered university in 1967 mm. and uh, got out in 1972. So that, that was the beginning of the troubles, was it, 72? or 76 was right. the... Six. 76 is the mm. one when the Tamil politicians... Mm. We were fighting from 1947. Right. And uh, 76, they exhausted themselves and said only God can save the Tamils. Right. Because, and these are the leadership. Uh, Zelnayam was a Ahimsa master uh, next to Gandhi and um, said, no, it's, it's impossible because it's racism has swept in. Business, how, how did it affect you at university? Um one of the things that, because I grew up in uh, Tamil area completely uh, and uh, Sinhalese language was alien to me. And uh, when I went to the uni, um, uh, that was 67. By the time we already had one riots. And there is the 1956 riot when Sinhalese language was made the official language of the country by uh, S.W.R.D. Bandarnaika, who was a real start of all this trouble. Mm. Uh, so so I, I, I was aware of the Sinhalese domination and that I am in a Sinhalese area and I never felt, all those f- five years, I never felt as comfortable as I was in Jaffna. Right. But that's a personal thing. There are a lot of Tamils who go to the engineering or medicine or yeah. anywhere they get they mix, they mix uh, very they well very way. well and uh, make yeah. their way mm. uh, learn to speak Sinhalese and all mm. that I did um, learn to speak but sufficiently enough to buy a bus ticket 
or buy a train ticket, ticket right. and uh, and right. and just load. And um, mm. when I was in the final year, um, just before, uh, just after graduation, I have this. De- I decided no, that Sri Lanka is not for me. I have to leave. Really? Yes. Yes. Things were that bad. Yeah, that bad. Because mm. I uh, I entered the public service, um, and uh, I could not be confirmed in my job unless I have qualified in Sinhalese mm-hmm. up to year six level. Right. Uh, so while you are a professionally qualified, uh, uh, intelligent person, mm. uh, have to study Sinhalese language to mm. get a job mm. in the government. Right. There's no private industry. Those everything is government. At that stage, uh, yeah. public transport, uh, right. railways, road, road sellers. So I'm a civil engineer, so I'm mainly interested in roads and all that. So, 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 so the, the country had educated you for nothing, and then. Like you weren't suitable? Not just me. Not just no, me. That's what I'm saying. That, yeah. that, that's yeah. a fundamental cause. Yeah. You yeah. spend all this money educating mm. all these brilliant mm. uh, young uh, mm. people. And then, and then there's no future unless you're willing to change. Yeah. Now, I just want to, want to clarify a few things. A lot, yes. a lot of people get confused. A lot of people think that the Tamils were recent immigrants, and that's to... Um, to Sri Lanka. Can you tell us historically? There is, there is documented yep. evidence now coming that the Tamils were the first migrants to Sri Lanka and the Sinhalese came after. Mm. But the Sinhalese, because they are in power, the victors write the history. No, I understand that. That's they, why I'm asking you to yeah, clarify. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. So they wrote a book uh, called uh, uh, Mahavamsa. It's a Buddhist-dominated written by Buddhist priests, higher-ups, and they said that they were there first. Mm-hmm. And so the Sinhalese put that into school curriculum and everything. But when our freedom struggle, in, in, the, in the armed struggle started, we changed it. Uh, and we said, this is our history. Mm-hmm. And um, that's being established now uh, with a lot of uh, archaeological and uh, um, documented evidence from India because mm. Uh, mm. the Indian kings ruled Sri Lanka from India for for periods of time and they were Tamil kingdom, Tam- Tamil kings. Mm. Sri Lanka actually before colonization had two two kings ruling. Uh, one was a, a king in the north and the other one was a king in Kandy and the south. Uh, he controlled Kandy and south, Kandy sub-country. Um, so there was a Sinhalese king and a Tamil king mm-hmm. and um, they were peaceful. They they had fights as well, but they yes. were mainly peaceful. Coexisted, uh, coexisted uh, mm. because the mm. the geographical separation is important, and language is different. Geographical separation is different. North and eastern provinces of current Sri Lanka was ninety percent Tamils until the independence. What the Britishers did was the Britishers are the cause of all the trouble in the world. I can. <laughs> Uh, uh, because my, uh, they, they amalgamated the two for administrative purposes and uh, kept it like that and left it. So did they pick sides that one side was going to control, like in uh, Rwanda? Uh, in, no, they didn't pick sides, but I think the community picked sides because the Tamils being educated, mm. they held most of the uh, positions. administrative positions. Right. Uh, which made you hate it, which, uh, Yeah, which yeah. the single is rightfully, uh, yeah. uh, after independence, the... Um, mm. They wanted their place. Yes. Uh, mm. And they could have done it uh, in a peaceful manner rather than uh, 
what happened in, uh, uh, in, in a racist so uh, way they went that way so you left in 72 or after oh no i left i uh, 72 i wanted to leave uh, then um, started applying for jobs uh, one one fortunate thing is that uh, our degree was recognized in uk uh, because it's a commonwealth mm-hmm. so so i could become a member of the institution of civil engineers uk uh, with the, with my degree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, So that helped me to apply for jobs everywhere, and um, and uh, my father was not very happy with the idea that I want to leave, being eldest in the family, and you know, mm. and um, <laughs> lo and behold, I got a job with the Irish Public Service Commission in uh, Irish Public Service <laughs> Commission, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my father said, "You are not going to Belfast." <laughs> At that time, this was 1972, so oh, yes. 73, 74, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then I had um, one of my cousin brother who is a, a MLT that they call it Medical Laboratory Technology, the first, yeah. like the radiology and all that. He was working in Zambia, mm-hmm. and he came on a holiday, end of his contract holiday. So I told him, I'm not staying here. So I and gave him a CV, mm-hmm. and he said. Um, Uh, he will take it and give it to uh, the city council city of endola which is the second largest city in zambia and they offered me a job and a passage and everything right. so, so that's the opening of the a passage airplane airplane air ticket yeah so, so they, they gave me a job air ticket yeah. and because uh, zambia is interesting in terms of its independence struggle isn't it yeah it is it is yes, it is yeah. and at that time when i uh, when i started working in zambia in 1975 i left sri lanka and started there on uh, september 75 and uh, the zambian currency uh, that just kaunda has just come to power and um, again britishers um, the first generation african leaders uh, kaunda nyerere and the nigerian fellow i forgot these three or four controlled almost every um, parts of africa and british has decided it's time they can't mm. uh, this thing they just left it in their hands and uh, unfortunately they were corrupt so because in, in, in 1975 kwacha the zambian currency was equivalent to a pound right Mm, that so was in 1975 and 1980 when i left uh, zambia and went to botswana mm. the kwacha was 65 cents 65 cents well <laughs> must have been your your import into the country i, I think i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's kaunda and um, uh, uh, they, because they so were, it was life in so you're a single man in zambia at that time first in uh, 50 uh, 75 i was single right. but i had a girlfriend uh, again my father won't know so i left her <laughs> and went to work and then 1978 at the end of my first contract i went mm. back and got married and then we were right she came back to zambia zambia was a, my life my time in africa was the best right um, because uh, first three years i was a bachelor was able to travel around and uh, i knew uh, salisbury which is now harare as yes. one of the biggest cities and the beautiful city mm. simitas and left then yes. and uh, the freedom struggle um, of the uh, in coma and um, 
they were they, they, they were very active in Zambia because almost all the people were based in Zambia. Zambia. Mm. Uh, so I had this experience of uh, because I'm also interested in uh, freedom struggle and politics and all that. So I got to know a lot of refugees uh, from Zimbabwe, based in uh, living in uh, Zambia, working yeah. and all that. Mm. So. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, and, and, and traveled a lot. And, yeah, uh, well, so why did you go leave Lankan, work and went Sri to Sri Lankan Boston? community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was about uh, the, the city I worked. We had a sixty-five Tamil families. Right. So right. we always got together every weekend or something in some form a birthday party yeah. or, or, or something, or, yeah. or a movie. Or I, yeah. I used to get uh, get down movies from. India and show it in a theatre right. for the 65. <laughs> you are always involved in community, anyway, wherever I lived. Right. Uh, yeah, that was part so, of my... And then you moved to Botswana. Then uh, got married and uh, Zambian currency was going down and uh, we... Uh, also the safety, security is also going down because of the uh, Zimbabwe freedom struggle and Zambian economy going mm. and all that. So decided to move to Botswana. Right, and, and got a job in a council there, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, long uh, at that time I had only also had a, uh, my daughter born in 1980, mm-hmm. so I moved to Botswana 1980. Right, August. And and how long did you last in Botswana? Five years. So while you were in Botswana, things were quite desperate. In- very much so, because uh, African National Congress, uh, uh, Kaunda, um, Mandela was still inside. Mm. Um, Botha and uh, all those people were really... Uh, I, I never thought, in spite of all my political knowledge and the contact with the ANC, uh, people who are living in, like uh, uh, the president after, I can't remember his name, he was a lawyer in the town I worked. Mm. He, he was practicing there. He, he became the president of... Uh, South Africa after Mandela. Uh, after Mandela, yeah. this is the corrupt one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah all, he was uh, was he a corrupt lawyer when you knew him? No, no, he was. Uh, he was uh, no, no, not 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 the corrupt one. Is uh, the recent one? Yeah, this guy is. Um, what's his name? I can't remember uh, now. But he was. Um, no, he was after Mandela. He was the corrupt one. Uh, yeah. oh, it doesn't, anyway, it doesn't matter. Bad, so matter. He, he was yeah. a good lawyer and. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I never realized that uh, Mandela will be released. Right. If I had some indication, I probably wouldn't have come to Australia. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because I liked uh, African life so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main reason I came here is that uh, uh, because I can't go back to Sri Lanka, uh, uh, my children's education was my prim- prime motivation. Right. The prime reason I, I migrated here, yeah, yeah. in spite of the cold weather in Melbourne, yes. <laughs> I was I was offered a place in uh, migration in Canada and in UK. Right, uh, but uh, not offered. But I, uh, those Look, are options I yeah, considered, yeah. and came to Melbourne um, because I had a friend here, right. and that's all I had. 3CR broadcasters present over a hundred radio programs every week including a diverse range of community language shows. Come to more at 3CR Community Radio. Please subscribe now. Testimona ila ila 3CR Community Radio araja al-ishtrak al-an. 
நீங்கள் உங்களின் சமூக வானொலி கிரீசியாரை கேட்டுக்கொண்டிருக்கின்றீர்கள் You're listening to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR 855 on your AM dial. This program is streaming on 3cr.org.au. The program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. How did you feel about what was happening in your homeland when you were away? Very angry. Mm. Very angry. And, Could you explain uh, what happened? 1947-48, we became independent. The first act of parliament, that DSNNACA government, the first government, was to disenfranchise upcountry Tamils who were recently uh, Britishers brought from Tamil Nadu in India for working in the uh, tea industry, tea mm-hmm. estates. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, uh, one of our Tamil leader when supported that and that alienated the upcountry tamil we call it indian tamils indian uh, and uh, so we lost uh, uh, the first parliament uh, we had uh, uh, something like 70 members tamil mm-hmm. members and we lost a third of that straight away mm-hmm. so that was um, and then the other thing that they started was they started colonizing our areas through irrigation schemes Uh, because I was involved in the irrigation uh, before I left Zambia when, when I joined the government I was in the irrigation department uh, in the in the north uh, building irrigation channels and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing anyway so they used uh, irrigation schemes to colonize Tamil areas with Sinhalese farmers uh, so that started changing the uh, demography slowly I, I mm-hmm. did not much um, even after uh, Uh, so, so, so even now they are mm-hmm. they are doing that uh, then the 1956 uh, was the killer blow that they made the official language of the country singalese and the riots the 58 riots uh, where a lot of tamils were killed and all that so and then in 1972 they brought a constitution uh, stating that sri lanka is a singalese buddhist country completely alienated all the tamils so, mm. and that when the 77 after 76 when our leader said they were fighting through the parliamentary system but because the majority government mm. democracy is not good for minorities to, yeah, yeah <laughs> not good for minorities if no. it is uh, yeah if it's particularly if we, like in sri lanka where yeah. two communities have lived historically for mm. uh, thousands of years mm. and uh, democracy is not the best system unless uh, they have given britishers have given federal federal kind of uh, this thing where the going back to what is been a tamil is is that cultural is it uh, religious or language, language language it's not 
not based. No, no, no. Tamil language. Tamil is a language. Singhalese not, is a not, language. Not just a cult. It's not a culture. Or no, 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 no. It's no. one of the one of the oldest languages uh, right. in the world. Right. Um, Tamil. They have they have now established. So everybody who calls themselves Tamil would identify through the language. Through the language, yes. Right. We had uh, Muslims among ourselves. Mm-hmm. We had Christians among ourselves. We have Hindus. Majority are Hindus. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, but they are in, in Sri Lanka. That's the advantage. Singhalese also, they will speak Singhalese, but they could be Muslims, uh, they could be Christians, uh, they could be uh, Buddhists. Right. So, did you have any religious um, leanings? Do you have any? Yes, you know, I I am a Hindu, mm-hmm. and I do practice um, uh, into meditation and uh, things like that now because mm. I'm old. You hedge in your bets. Hedge is in, uh, yeah, that's true. Because um, because um, once you reach this level, then you are thinking of somewhere else. Oh, yeah. uh, I haven't reached that stage. <laughs> okay, yes. that's that's very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, no, no, I I'm a religious person. You're religious. So what would you pray every day? Or yes, I do every day. And, and do you have idols or? Yes, we have. We have. Lord no, Shiva. A person Shiva. yourself. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. All right. Yes. And, and have your children taken up religion or are they like most Australian children that don't care? Uh, their age, no, no, they do care. They, yeah. they, because we, uh, one of the first things I got involved in Melbourne is uh, building a Hindu temple in the basin. All right. So what year did you come to Melbourne? Uh, 85. 85. And, and what type of work were you involved in? Council. Council again. <laughs> <laughs> all my all my life uh, yeah. from Zambia started yeah. in Zambia until I retired two years ago. I was in council. So well, I'm a local government expert. <laughs> a local government expert, like digging ditches. Digging ditches. ditches. Yes. <laughs> so, how did when you came to Australia? Was it easy to fit in, or was it, was it you and your family found it difficult? Uh, no, I, because we lived in. Uh, once you have left your own country, mm-hmm. then it's uh, everything is temporary. Right. Uh, so, for us, uh, we, from moving from Zambia, from Sri Lanka to Zambia, and then Zambia to Botswana, and then uh, here it's it's like moving houses anyway. So we didn't yeah. we didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I had one friend, uh, but then when I came here, I found a few more. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't have contact, but they came to know. So, like that, we have established that Sri Lankan Tamil community was um, not as big as now, those days, maybe about 300 families uh, in Melbourne, and um, begin to know each other very quickly and right. uh, community functions. And uh, hmm. um, well, Tell us about this exercise of building the temple at the basin. Sounds like an extraordinary uh, thing to do. We were the first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about once I came here, um, I I was a town engineer in Celebipik, uh, in Francis Town, town council in Botswana, the second largest town again before I left. So that was a, I don't know whether you have heard about the hierarchy. They had town clerk and the town engineers, mm. which are top positions right, yeah. in the council. Mm. Uh, you reported the council and not to. So I was a town engineer there for five years. And then I left and I came here uh, because uh, I had a friend here who was also an engineer. And when he came, he couldn't find a job for 18 months because he was looking for a job at his level. Right. <laughs> and I realized that that was a mistake. It's a big so, mistake yeah, when you yeah. first come So here, what yeah. I did was I came in December, uh, mm. 23rd of December, and then when the Christmas holidays and everything was finished, I was in the Commonwealth uh, office uh, and I saw a sign uh, 
Boxhill Town Council was looking for an experienced technical fellow who mm. who knows about roads right. for thirty dollars a day. Thirty dollars a day, and that's what I started. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so from how, a, how many kids did from you? Have? A, from how many kids did you have? Two, two kids. So you, was your wife working? No, no. So you, on thirty dollars a day, you're looking. At I know. We were getting um, dole. The doll at that stage. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, doll yeah. and uh, rent. Yeah. Um, we were staying in Box Hill and uh, yeah, yeah. $90 a week rent and yeah. uh, we are vegetarians. And so all that kind of, so enough. It's, uh, it's enough. <laughs> it's, it's enough, enough to... Enough uh, never struggling for... Right, never food. struggling for food or anything. Yeah. Uh, so, mm. yeah, started for $30 a day and uh, within three months I got a job in uh, Gippsland, the Shire, right. of, Shire of Korumbora, mm. as a works engineer. And right. that, that's where yeah. I wanted to be. Now I'm going to ask to ask. I'm going to have to ask you a personal question yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Sen, how many giant earthworms did your job dislocate? In, in, uh, in dislocate, <laughs> countless, countless. <laughs> <laughs> because I I built the Lock Wontai uh, Road. Ah, right. Part of the, so you can imagine. You yeah, can imagine. Yeah, you, yeah. you must be on their hate list. They've got you pictures of <laughs> you I down became, the tunnels. I became, <laughs> I became friendly with all the farmers, so that's that's sort of not bad. Not yeah, bad. Because yeah, 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 yeah. uh, did you? No, no, giant earthworm. Yeah, we did yeah. come across. Yeah, yeah you did come across. Yeah, 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 fascinating, aren't they? Oh, fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. You would never have seen anything like that no, in your life. No, no. <laughs> I see when somebody first told you about it, you thought it was a joke. Yeah, I didn't believe it. <laughs> uh, in fact, the town, town engineer, was, uh, uh, Alan, uh, he's, he's a very good friend like, now. But, um, yeah. he, when he told me, and uh, he always jokes, and uh, I thought, no, no, that's not <laughs> And then when you start digging, then you know. <laughs> you find them. Yeah, yeah I could see. You, you find might, them. Yeah, 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 I could see. You must tell me how big they are. Oh. They are very big. Like um, meters? No, they are no. Si- the, the, the size also big. Oh, the they are not long. It's oh, not fat. the fatness yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah it's fat. like a cat or something. Yeah. 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 A little, little uh, yeah. Yeah. cat. A cat? Yeah, a yeah. yeah, little yeah. cat, yeah. 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 Good meal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are called giant earthworms so for, yeah. for a reason. Anyway, That's so. right. Yeah. And they're pretty specific to the area. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. specific. Which is, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, I've never met a giant earth. Oh, you have? Earthworm. No, I've never met a giant earthworm killer. Now I've met one. I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never killed anything. No, no, they, no, they, no. You just did the plants. You just did the plants for them they to dig up. happened to me on my way. I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> and you bury them quickly. You bury them quickly. That's right. You don't want to leave any evidence behind. No, no, behind. no, because others will come. And, ah. yeah. So, tell us about this temple. You know? uh, this temple. So, uh, yeah. So about um, Sri Lankans. Um, when, when, whenever the community get together, and uh, uh, there's a saying in our language in Tamil that uh, don't live in a place where there's no temple. Right. <laughs> Because every every village has a temple and everything mm. is uh, every activity of the community is around the temple, like uh, festivals or anything. So some of us uh, here um, thought uh, it's time we build a temple in uh, Melbourne, and twelve of us got together and uh, three of the, four of them were engineers. That's a bad sign, right? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> you got to build you something. End up finding, <laughs> you end up fighting. Yeah. Um, uh, so we uh, formed an association called uh, Hindu Sangam, or Tamil, Tamil name anyway. So Sangam means association, getting together. So uh, there was already a Hindu society where, uh, in Karam Downs, but they had the land, but they didn't build it because there were there were lots of Indian uh, as well. So whereas in our case, it's mainly Sri Lankan Tamils. So we decided... Um, uh, to build a small small temple and uh, was looking for land and because our, 
being working in council, you know the planning rules and mm. because mm. we are the first pioneer, yes. so everything is going to be a struggle. Mm. And uh, we decided to buy a church. Right. Uh, in the basin, the corner there, uh, the church was for sale. So mm-hmm. we bought it for $200,000 in 1989, I think. That's, yeah, that's, real, that's real money in 1989. Yeah, real money. Yeah, that's, that's real true. Money. So, yeah. And demolished the church and built the temple. And um, the, when the planning permit was considered by council, uh, there were protests. <laughs> by neighbors <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and they continued to protest even after we started operations right we expected a bit of protest but uh, the, the one particular lady some or other got other ladies uh, yes. my argument with them was uh, they sold the church because you didn't go to the church, church right <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, the church won't sell it. Uh, and, and it's easy for us because it was already a place of worship. Yeah. So councils or nobody could deny That's right. another place, place of, of worship. worship. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the zoned uh, and everything. Mm. So eventually we, we, we bought her. Everything has a good price. Right. So she was the main, uh, these things, uh, we bought her house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and asked her to move somewhere else. <laughs> well, well, she was, in fact, well, she was happy. Yes, she was happy because we have to pay a fifteen thousand dollar premium on her house because she'll uh, be very happy, yeah. and yeah. we are happy. She, she's yeah, happy. So you, you know, so everything, everybody's got. Yeah, a yes, yes. So, so that was the first one, and a, 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 a good experience for me yeah. too. Because uh, so, when did you first hear about three CR? Oh, three CR because uh, I, then I after the temple was built and we had the consecration, and then uh, I got involved with the tigers, right? Mm, Tamil. Coordinating committee was the uh, headquarters of the activity for the freedom struggle, mm-hmm. and um, we were looking for because the, those days uh, there was nothing coming out of Sri Lanka in terms of news. The LTT, the Tamil areas were completely blockaded, uh, blockaded, and um, um, only only news we will get is through a fax machine, a page of uh, right. things. And um, that also have to come from Paris because from Sri Lanka it goes to Paris headquarters and then they distribute all over. And um, there was one Labour Party uh, member who is um, in the Tamil community mm. who is called Suri. He had some contact with 3CR. So we approached 3CR for a Tamil program in 1986, right. uh, and that's when we started. That's when you started. Our acquaintance, so we, we became an affiliate straight away and had a Tamil language program and started reading the news from that fax right. uh, and uh, had programs about our freedom Mm. struggle and movements. That program, it lasted, what, f- almost 40 years, didn't it? Or 30, 40, years. 40 years. 40 years. When was it starting, just for clarification? 1986. 1986. 1986. So were you involved in it for those 40 years? Or? Uh, no, because uh, in 1986 when they started it, I was not involved directly. Mm-hmm. But later in the 90s, I became, uh, I was the president of the Ceylon Tamil Association in Victoria for four years mm-hmm. and they were the affiliates here so I will come here and uh, uh, have interviews and uh, talk to people talk to politicians uh, mm. 
Tell us about the association. Uh, Ceylon Tamil Association was formed in, um, I think it, it, it was there before I came, so probably 83 after the, 82 uh, in that time. Right. So when the 83 riots uh, happened, they lobbied the Hoke government and uh, Hoke, to his credit, allowed 300 Tamil families to migrate without any uh, this thing. So that's when the Tamil population here boosted up. So they were the main body that um, that uh, represented the Sri Lankan Tamils in the politics, uh, right. culture, and right. everything. Right. And um, they had uh, we had Tamil schools, uh, and uh, um, we of course had Christians and everybody. Yeah. There's no religious. Uh, what do you say? It's, it's, it's a language. It's linguistic. It's a linguistic. Yeah. It's a linguistic. So we, we yeah. had Muslims, Christians, and yeah. all members, and uh, uh, conducted uh, festivals, uh, cultural activities, uh, and. Um, um, yeah, no, that was uh, that is still the main uh, body for the Sri Lankan Tamils. Yeah. Right. Now, during this period, were you ever able to go back to Sri Lanka? Uh, I went uh, one twice actually in this period. One was for my younger sister's uh, wedding in 1983, just before the riots, and then my when my eldest uh, my elder sister's son. Uh, got married in 1993, uh, I think 2002 or something. Right. That was a, a risky flying visit. I went to Madras and then just flew in over for the wedding and came back because I was already blacklisted there. I can't go to Sri Lanka now. No, no. We'll talk about it that in a minute. Enough. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about enough. that in a minute. So when you went back, how dramatically had things changed? Completely. It was alien to me. Um, people were really, really struggling. And my village I couldn't identify um, uh, because it's... Uh, that's, when, that's where Sri Lankan army targeted that uh, local temple where our farmland and everything was because that's where Prabhagaran appeared and made a big uh, statement after the Indian Peace Accord. Mm-hmm. So that temple was noted uh, very well by the Indian Army as well as the Sri Lankan Army. Mm-hmm. So they bombed that place, and uh, you know you couldn't you couldn't recognize the village. There was no people, it. nobody living there. They all and so what had happened to your your parents? They had to move out of their home where they built and lived for all their life, mm-hmm. and uh, they have to move to uh, a Muslim area in the south. And that's where my father died. Right. Which is very sad. And, how about you and I couldn't go to the funeral. No. Now, w- when you say you're blacklisted, could you explain what that actually means? Oh, no, no, there's, no, there's no formal list. No, no, no. no but if, they, if have my, they had my name in their report because they, they here the age reported once uh, that um, Sloan Tamil Association because mm-hmm. it was raising funds for... Tamil Tigers. Tamil Tigers. Yes. And uh, so they got that name. And also, they, 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 the intelligence people are very active here, so they know what we are doing. And uh, mm. so. Well, that's interesting. You're saying their intelligence people are active here. Very active here, mm. even now. Right. Even now. Because at, at that time, they had sent army personnel here. Right. Uh, and there was an organization called SPUR. Uh, I don't know what the details of it is, it's SPUR. 
they actually protested and wrote a big thing opposite uh, 3CR uh, not to give uh, terrorist mm. terrorist voice mm. Mm. Uh, which helped us because they never got a voice here that's right <laughs> <laughs> we made sure that they never got a voice here yeah yeah, yeah but that, that's interesting because uh, look I'm involved with the West Papua Independence yes, yeah. and uh, uh, on my day they pointed out an Indonesian spy, so I went up and yeah. had a chat to him. So, but what I'm saying is, people don't understand there are f- foreign spies, yeah, and yeah. Asia doesn't care, and they know they're there. The ASU, in, in Sri Lankan's case, the ASIO encouraged that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah, they, they're quite ACO, happy to have you monitored. ASIO and AFP. Yeah, yeah, they're quite happy to have happy, you monitored. Happy, yeah, yeah, it, it saves them work. Yeah, yeah. Because they do report directly to them. We yeah. realized uh, we realized that uh, when they charged three of our boys uh, for funding terrorist activity, mm. uh, and I, I had to run the case along with uh, one of my friends who was also a former president. He is no longer. We ran that case for three years and spent over a million dollars for nothing. For nothing. Because it was not a listed organization. Right. Not in not in Australia. Yes. Uh, even now. Mm. Uh, and they ran the case because the Lankan government wanted the Howard government to run the case. Yeah, and they wanted to bankrupt you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that the way they did it everywhere. Yeah. All over Europe, America. Mm. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a well-planned uh, operation. Unfortunately, we... We couldn't do much. No, no, now, currently, Sri yeah. Lanka is in the throes of a, another crisis. Could you explain what's happening? Uh, the Rajapaksas, um, after after the war ended in 2009, uh, they moved, because they were like Victor, victors, right, the mm-hmm. history, so they moved uh, more right, right wing. And uh, unfortunately, they... They swindled that country during the war, now after the war. Uh, even though there was a five-year period where there was a um, government which wanted to do something for the Tamils, but these people really objected or obstructed every effort they made. And they, uh, Mahindra Rajabaksa became the president for 10 years and the country was sold to China. And um, how long you can live on borrowed money? And that's what's happened in Sri Lanka. Now there is no money to pay for food or this thing. Um, they alienated Indians because they relied on China because of the right wing, uh, this thing. They thought that they can they can manipulate between India and China. China yeah. And um, now it's all completely exposed. And the Sinhalese population, not the Tamil, Sinhalese population is surprising. The uh, people who voted this uh, Godavaya Rajabaksa to power um, after Mahinda Rajabaksa uh, are on the streets now asking him to go. Right. Do you think this will have a positive impact on the Tamil community or do you think it will be, it makes no difference? Personally, I don't think it will make any difference because right. they are, they, their policies are racist. Mm-hmm. Um, unless the Indian government and uh, international community put a lot of pressure on them mm. to resolve this Tamil issue because otherwise Sri Lanka will never become uh, any prosperous or anything because mm. this issue will mm. always be there. And obviously the uh, conservative uh, Australian government's attitude to Tamil uh, refugees... Abbott, Abbott went and praised mm. them uh, yeah. for, because they, they think the refugees are coming from by boats from Sri Lanka, which is not true because... They, they all go to India and then travel from there. Mm. 
<laughs> but the indian government wouldn't, wouldn't buy them so they went to india they went to sri lanka and then paid money during this case we realized aco officers were working in colombo in the embassy supporting sri lankan uh, police uh, tracking all this information that's right the, the, the part and parcel of it. Bespapo is the same. Same, same. Part exactly and parcel. the same. Yeah. Part and parcel. Yeah. They become part of the uh, mm. Sri Lankan government. They became. They are. Yeah, they're part, they're part uh, of they the were, problem. They were given mm. all the perks and everything that uh, uh, given to them and they, they had a good time. Mm. And the court court uh, yeah. evidence was not taken. So oh. they were a waste of, waste yeah. of taxpayers' money. I hope the yeah. Australian... Population realizes that this is uh, their money, yeah, and yeah, just uh, yeah. just waste it. Well, yeah, it's part of this so-called forward defence policy. This they got to be like they train the Indonesian troops, who then you know use their training and equipment to yes. suppress dissent in their country. And so, uh, so Abbott went and gave them a boat, mm. uh, yeah, it's real Navy uh, boat, mm. who, uh, and and the fellow was a war criminal. Yeah, and Abbott, Abbott sold took, it, did he? Did he sell yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rajapaksa, they have got. Uh, it's coming out now. They have got a lot of properties here in Perth. And oh, of course, there. of yeah. course, yeah, of course. Exactly. Where else would you go? It's a stable country. <laughs> now let's get him back to you. Yes. You said you retired. To we got about three or four minutes. You retired two years ago. Yes, yes, yes. What does it feel like being retired? Uh, not much difference. Not much difference. Because uh, one of the advantages I had is I had a very. Uh, I retired as a manager of operations in Marunda City Council, mm. and because I worked there for thirty years, uh, it became a second nature to me that place. So I was free to do all what I have doing and also work there. Right. Uh, so I stopped work and do what other things now. So what? Are, <laughs> so that. that <laughs> So what are the things you're doing? Oh, like in the community. Uh, yeah. Like those days, we were always having community meetings and yes, uh, yes. Com- solving community issues and uh, 3CR. I, uh, I was a volunteer here. Yes, I know. So, so I uh, transitioned into full-time uh, retirement, uh, full-time this work. And yes. also, I also had uh, uh, winter. I decided after retirement, I don't stay here in winter. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is this is what so happens. Time, this is what happens when you got a job for thirty years and you got a good superannuation package. Yeah. So no, no, last year, last year I went to I, I, we, me and my wife went on a road trip to Darwin and uh, road trip. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Top wonderful. end, top end of uh, Queensland and everything. Because because of COVID, I couldn't go overseas. No. Otherwise, I go to Malaysia every year. Malaysia. Yeah. Any particular spot, in Malaysia? Uh, in Kale. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. In a place, uh, in the, it's an Indian area called Brickfields, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I've got a place there, so I go there in winter. You go there in winter. I like that. If you've got it sewn up. Yeah, yeah. Leave in May and come back in September. Yeah. Look, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and uh, it's always good to see you now at the front desk here at 3CR <laughs> as a volunteer. Yes, yes. So yes. It, it proves that you're a very humble Productive human yes. being. No, 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 no. Yes. Most people, you know, they retire from the program, from the Tamil program. It ended, and obviously, you kept your association with three C. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, and you're here at the. Um, and uh, uh, last last night, I think I was uh, applying for a station program on Tamil music. Ah, that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it will be. You, you don't play music yourself, do you? 
No, I don't play, uh, uh, but I listen. You listen. <laughs> Is <laughs> I'm, there? I'm a very, very uh, uh, bit. Uh, yeah, I've got two young boys who are very interested in uh, uh, music. They sing and they right. DJ. So right. in so, Tamil. In Tamil. Right. So they've had. So we public... are going to we are going to have a one-hour program right. uh, and uh, go across other music uh, programs and see what what happens. Uh, you should go to the music. Ma- you know the music matters program in yes, TCR. Yes, yes. Speak to them. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. I know. I have. Yeah, have, you have already. You've spoke to him yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. T- just tell him. Uh, just tell him that uh, you've got roots to S- Sicily, and he'll put you on his program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's. it's Sen, it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you. The, the hours run out, run away with us, and I'm yeah, sure you've got. Very quickly, I got yeah. looked at the watch when yeah. you said two minutes, and yeah. Uh, yeah. thank you for g- giving me this uh, opportunity to talk about myself, which I don't normally do. That's right, and uh, hope people people enjoy it. I'm sure they will. The program will be on. Uh, yes, it's on now, but it'll also be podcast. So the great thing about it being podcast at our age is that if you die, they can actually use experts at your funeral. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not that not that I'm wishing you any ill. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's there. It's for the records. On the podcast, it'll be there forever and ever. Yes, okay. So That's thank true. you very much for thank coming Thank you. In. Thank you for the... And it was a pleasure talking to you and uh, thanks, Kelly, for... Giving me the opportunity. Yeah, well, she does all the work. We're, yeah, yes. We're does. the show ponies. She's, yes, she, yes. she's the Clydesdale. <laughs> she does the work. We get the glory. Okay, thank you. Oh, all the money I had I spent it in good company And all the harm I've ever done Alas, it was to You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. 
For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.